0: Was like, Emroy's like creating
1: it. content during this interview, like, side content. Like, yeah. I blink my eye, he already contented. <laughs> he contented. I contented all
0: He contented. <laughs> Emroy just contented. What's going on, everyone? You're watching Emroy TV or Vision Paradox TV, or you might, heck, you might even be watching this on Dez360 on his own YouTube channel. Um... If you guys have watched my previous, an old segment that I used to do called uh, Profiles and Drive, you might recognize him. Uh, we interviewed you like... 2000. 20,
1: 2013, yeah. 2014, really? around that time. dang,
0: from. so that was like four years ago. because yeah. The last interview I did with him was he was uh, on his grind in the professional route in basketball. Um, what do you call it? If, if this is your first time watching this, uh, welcome. This is a completely new segment that I have been wanting to do. In regards to interviewing people, again, except, you know, no studio. If you saw my previous episode, we were outside of Starbucks. And if you saw my other episode, we were at a Panda Express. So We're We're ready to go right now, folks. (laughs) So right after this, actually, we're going to be filming some content for an upcoming course that he's going to be releasing. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Make sure you subscribe to his channel so you can see any of the latest and greatest and also... You know, get content in regards to basketball and stuff like that. So I'm gonna, I can say stuff about it, but I would much rather him. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, I wanna give people a little bit of context about, you know, who you are.
1: All right, so what's going on, everybody? My name is Desmond <coughs> Berstein and let's see, I met Emroy about six or seven years ago. Oh my um, God. Yeah, time yeah. flies, right? Yeah. So at the at the time, I was on this mission to uh, pursue my professional basketball uh, career and dreams overseas. And I met Emroy in the midst of that, and we hit it off. um, (laughs) He was just trying to learn how to play basketball, (laughs) and we just kind of stayed in touch ever since. And we did this interview uh, about five or six years ago when I had returned from the Philippines. And after that, I actually was able to continue playing professional basketball in the Philippines and in Mexico. And I returned a few years ago, got into a new business venture, uh, started my own technology company, linked back with Emroy and, uh, started also translating what I learned while playing professional basketball, the workouts, being able to just train on the go wherever you're at and, uh, have the proper mindset, mentality, work ethic, all that translates, um, and understanding that it's actually bigger than the sport. So, came back to to sunny Los Angeles, started training people and um yeah, now we're kicking off a couple other ventures, motivational speaking, inspiration and honestly just sharing positivity. Well, well throughout this uh throughout this universe. So, it's it's always good to to reconnect and look back at how far we've come, set goals and then go out there and reach them. So,
0: that's one of the thing that I found super interesting what really surprised me is when you decided to start your own tech company um what like that's such a you know like left field such a huge change so why why that like yeah
1: so it's it's really funny um really interesting so literally i had devoted 10 years straight to basketball that's all i cared about valentine's day i was in the gym uh you're talking six to eight hours a day Fully consumed. If I'm not on the court, I'm watching the game. I'm trying to learn because um, I started playing basketball at age 14. By the age 21, I was professional. So that was life. I had moved into another country, done that, willing to sacrifice everything to attain my my goal. Um, wasn't that glamorous? Meaning, I sat the bench in college. Best friend was star player. Um, you know, my girlfriend at the time was a star player, and I'm here sitting on the bench. So I've I've gone through the humble state, pushed through. Because always remember, what you want is beyond what's happening at this moment. Mm. Um, True. And anyways, so fully immersed in that. Uh, then I, one day, Emer gets a phone call from me at 3 a.m. <laughs> 3 a.m. And I'm like, hey, um, I want to start a tech company. He's like, what? You know? And, and, and it really stemmed from uh, I was out here visiting. Mm-hmm. And my cousin got me to go to a music festival. So we went to this music festival, amazing experience. I mean, my mind was blown. Never had gone to uh an an event where there's like so many people in one location, other than for like basketball. Mm-hmm. So, but what would happen was someone would always get lost. So we identified this issue that was out there that affects our overall experience. And we were looking for a solution, nothing was out there. So we just kind of decided, hey, um, let's create the solution, let's keep friends together. Uh, at these music festivals, because music festivals are known to have very little service phone service, mm-hmm. so we actually got to working on it. We had no idea, called up Emroy said, "Hey, I want to go down this path I, I believe that it extends further than just me making a basket and and looking at my stats and what am I doing for myself. This is something that could push uh, the whole festival community into a more positive light, and I feel that it's something that we just are are drawn to and want to make happen so that was a few years ago two and a half years ago and um yeah it, it's a shift imagine you have yeah. to be pretty committed or you have to really believe in something to 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 shift
0: yeah um, to pull you away from like one passion or something that one path that you've been dedicating pretty much the majority of your life to then all of a sudden it must have been that the impact of and the opportunity must have been huge to cause you to, to shift like that. I mean, I think um, what were some of the how what like what were the challenges tra- transitioning? Did you have like did you feel like you have like an identity challenge? Like uh-huh. oh, I'm a basketball player. Like why am I doing this? Or, exactly. Like, like did you f- go through that? Or exactly.
1: So the first time we did the interview, I was transitioning. So I had played in the Philippines, and now I was deciding between going back to the Philippines, going to Mexico, what's the next move? Mm-hmm. Fully immersed uh, and not looking back, no sense of closure, not ready to move to the next chapter of my life. Yeah. Now, I think as we grow as human beings, we, we start to look at things differently and establish like, you know what? At the, I hit a level where I was like, you know what? I've been able to travel the world, play basketball, get paid to do something I love in multiple countries. I'm okay I'm okay with walking away at this point. Mm. I can look myself in the mirror and say, you know what, I did it. Uh, as opposed to before even attempting that, I was saying, what if, what if, what if. Now I know. Mm. And knowing and having that sense of closure, still having friends that are playing out there and having a great time and just looking at the different lifestyles, knowing that I can not necessarily keep playing basketball, Um or I say, what I like to say is, I'm still playing basketball. It just looks differently.
0: Oh, that's cool. You
1: know, it yeah. just it just looks different. It kind of is. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but you do go through that. I mean, it's like, I'm used to, like I said, logging in mad hours, uh, long days, long nights. Uh, and then just shifting that though. Say, I'm doing the same thing, but I'm just going to transition. It's not going to look exactly the same, but... I'm gonna have to put the same effort into it. I'm um, gonna have to work with the team. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to elevate. So you go through, you go through that, um, and really, just like everything else, you make that decision, and firm decision, firm belief, and commitment, logging in the hours, and gradually, it doesn't happen overnight. Then you'll begin to see, wow, now the shift is
0: happening. Yeah. How did you go from? I think that's like one of the common questions we're probably gonna get. Like, how did you start your company, like from zero to actually? Getting a team to getting investors and even trying, you know, even to where you're at right now. Exactly. So, great
1: question. (laughs) And I believe that we need to highlight this a lot more because everyone has an idea and then you're like, okay, what next? For us, we're like, okay, uh, I don't have a tech background. My co founder didn't have a tech background. One of them didn't. Um, How do we do this? So, we figured out, okay, well, We need to create a prototype, right? You think, for us, it's a tech business. Okay, how do we do that? Um, I picked up the phone, called one of my friends. Uh, When we were 16, he created a top three budgeting app for BlackBerry. And at the time, like, that's pretty big. Like, this is when BlackBerry, you know, iPhone was barely scratching the surface. So BlackBerry is like, you have one of those. And he created a top three budgeting app. Called him up, and I was like, you know what? If this guy likes the idea, maybe it's worth, it's really worth pursuing. Yeah. And I told him the idea. He's like, I'm in. I was like, wow. Okay, that's one piece. How do we create the hardware, though? Because it's an actual device. He's going to do the coding, the app building. Um, you recruit. So we jumped on website, like Upwork recruiting website, yeah. and started interviewing people all over the nation, all over the world, actually. We ended up finding an engineer in Russia, mm. clicked with him. Boom, what's the next step? Amroy told me, like, do you have a pitch deck? I'm like, "Uh, no, dude. First off, I... Played basketball, so I don't know why you're talking about pitching. That's a different sport. And I'm done with that. I'm moving on to business now. So <laughs> then you, like, just learn. You become a sponge. You How do you start a business? You learn, 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 learn. Brainstorming literally took six months. And that's coming up with the idea. How are you going to do it? Learning about it. It's the whole process. Because when you come up with a business, you're not just making the business to just, oh, I'm making this business, make money, done. Mm. Great. Money is a byproduct of that, but what you need to do is you're gonna be in this field, so you're gonna be having interviews in this field. You're gonna be answering questions regarding technology, so you gotta like immerse yourself in that and um, be a sponge. So that's what we did. Um, Hurdles, (laughs) you know, you're gonna spend money. Like we spent a lot of money learning. Mm -hmm. Uh, so
0: I call it we invested money in our rapid growth. I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) Education. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I mean even. Even for Vision Paradox, I mean the way I look at it is you can learn organically. You try to pick up a book, you go to you and try to learn on your own, or you can get rapid growth, get a mentor, spend Mm -hmm. money, go to it. Same thing with uh, our clients in social media for Vision Paradox. Like we either they they want to go grow organically, but that's such a long haul. Mm -hmm. But if you wanna if you wanna grow faster, you you know influencer marketing. Facebook ads like those things are the best ways to grow faster and to the right people so it's like it, it it's uh, the message or the the me- the principle no one more of the message of like if you of investing in yourself exactly and then, and then that helps uh, that helps the growth faster because, because you get what you put in he just said it invest in yourself commit
1: to the long run those two things. Literally, when we first started this company, um, or, or this, yeah, we were like, in four months, we're going to be in every store, and we're going to be this, and we're, we did it. Startup <laughs> heaven. Um, paradise, startup paradise. And then here we are uh, nearly three years later, and we're still grinding at it. And we totally understand that this is a process. So make sure you commit to the, to the long run, to the long game. Although at the time, you might not know what you're getting yourself into, because when you make a decision, that's what happens. When you make a decision, that decision will carry on way further than the dreams you had when you first made that decision.
0: Mm. One of the things that I love that you brought up, especially in your in that story, was you you saying that it took six months of brainstorming. So it was like and I think that's to create some distinction between that it's not it's not six months of dwelling and wondering if it works it's six months of researching to see of pre-production of seeing what will work what are the options and then i, I know there's some people who also want to get things done quickly but it's there's my, one of my favorite sayings is make haste slowly so you get things done faster if you take the time to do <laughs> certain things right so and um, because right. if, you, if you force the issue on certain things you, and you, you're going to cut corners you're going to um, some you might overlook some certain things because you're trying to rush there's a difference between you know rushing and moving quickly so um, rushing is just like what was when you know when you're letting your emotions you know we're emotional creatures so w- w- rushing ha- happens when we let our emotions our anxiety of the result being attached to the result we want and we want it right now but what I love about this story is like he knows the result he wants he has the vision of what he wants but he was well aware that it's not, you know, it's not a, a quick, you know, one two step to get there. It's you know, it's a marathon. There so, you go. Um It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, and everything, right?
1: You would love the projections to always look like this. Oh yeah. But it's more like you're doing the uh you're dancing here, yeah. Right? You're doing the wave. Um <laughs> But yeah, you, you you pretty much said it. You have to Make use of the time. So brainstorming for us didn't just mean that. It meant every week we would meet up at the local boba shop for X amount of hours and just like crank out stuff, crank out ideas. What do you think about that? What do you think about this? Chisel in, right? Try to get this strategy down pat. What are we doing? Where are we? uh, What resources do we need? Figuring that out. Um, I even remember, I mean, be ready to fork up some money as well. (laughs) Now, be smart, right, and allocate (laughs) it properly. Sometimes you're going to have to learn the hard way. But uh, when I first, on that phone call with Emroy, he mentioned, he's like, are you guys bootstrapping? I'm like, once again, you're talking about pitch deck, you're talking about bootstraps. I I lace my shoes like my shoes are just athletic apparel, bro. But um, bootstrapping means self-funding your company. And we did that for two years and that that means you're not just emotionally invested you're financially invested you know you're spiritually invested you're you're doing everything possible so brainstorm be active with the brainstorm still make it productive have things laid out because it's not about raising money it's not about this you're going to have to do that but remember it's about being ready for opportunities hmm. Because the opportunities will come if you want something that bad. You just gotta be ready when it comes, and yeah. you know exactly what you're gonna do, or at least have the confidence to proceed and and the belief and 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 in yourself to just uh,
0: make it happen. Yeah, I definitely love that because you're just put you're putting in the work, putting in the work. Because I think, well, one of my favorite things is that I think is works, but not in. Not in the way people think it should work is like when they put deadlines on their goals. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, in 90 days, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. or have this particular result. And then the thing is, when they hit the 90 days and they don't hit that result, some people automatically quit because they don't mm-hmm. have it. But I think it's um, having that defined goal get gives you clarity to create progress uh, because you don't always. I, the way I believe it, like the universe, God, Buddha, whatever is at your doorstep, is like the universe will reward you what you want in its own time. Yes. It's never just because you said I'm going to get, you know, a million dollars by the end of the year doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, I, I do. Like, the, that's where I think, you know, the whole secret thing is kind of not working for people because they think they can. They think it and they sit on their couch and do nothing. But in reality, if you if that's what you focus on, Reticular activating system, which is you know, which help, which is something that helps you, uh, no start noticing things. Like quick examples, like if you buy a car, like uh, like for me it was a Toyota. When I first bought that car, I started noticing all the other Toyotas on the road. <laughs> it's the same thing with you. You start noticing, you know, you start noticing the goal that you want, and think about that every day. Then you're going to start noticing the opportunities to get to that goal. Uh, that's why I think having that deadline helps create that mindset and that kind of framework to start looking for those goals to create that result. But just because you don't hit it on the deadline doesn't mean you failed. It means you've made progress and there's feedback. And then, um, based off what he said is, you know, a lot of people want the opportunity to, for, to be great, but when, but never put the work into it because they expect it, like they just want it. They want to celebrate the race without running it. Mm -hmm. And then, um, when the opportunity comes, they aren't ready for it and just scrambling and you know like chickens with their heads cut off like so i think that's why I, I like that you guys you know you guys hustled even though there was like knowing that there was like there's like one success was up in the air yeah Thank you. um because you got you're pretty much in business with your cousin right so yeah like, so, how, how do you like how okay because it's a it's a sensitive topic going into it's like for families going into uh, yeah
1: well I'll give a little background, too, on, like, the story, right? Yeah. So, but what you said was totally correct. Like, be the energy you wish to receive. Wield the universe. These are two quotes that I came up with. And it just really has to say, if you're putting out that energy, you're going to receive it. Yeah. And if you're doing that, the universe is going to work in your favor. And it might not happen ex- at that exact moment that you expect it to happen, but it will still happen. Um. So, okay, FESTI. That's our company, right? Mm-hmm. We decided we want to make the ultimate festival smart band. track your friends at festivals um without phone service, stay connected, all that good stuff. <laughs> now what? called up my friend from u c i he was in he was he's like, all code, great. spoke to my cousin mm-hmm. and that's family. so first thing we said is, hey, do you really you know what do you think of this? great let should we make it happen? Yes, all right. No matter what happens, we have to always remain family. Mm. We we kind of, like, said it there. We're like, dude, it's this business. We're going to make it happen. We're going to be – obviously, you know, everyone has their different views on business. But for us, well, we were like, you know what, man? No matter what happens, win, lose, whatever, we're always family. And we're going to, like, promise me right now, no matter what, we'll always have each other's back. So we made that pact. And everything's different, but – the main thing is establish the parameters early, Mm. early. That's good. Honestly, people were telling me to have those awkward conversations as much as possible in the beginning so that everyone kind of understands so that because further down the line, you don't want to be in murky water. You don't want to be in murky water. Um, because things will happen. Hurdles will need to be jumped over. You're going to figure things out. It's going to be even wilder past the brainstorming, like when the thing is actually coming to life, right? So establish that early. Now, for us, we were all three in. We started looking for engineers, outsourcing, found one, um, started working on, found a graphic designer, started working on our pitch deck, getting all that situated, move forward, set milestones, like Emory said, attainable milestones. Um, all right, we're going to create, we're going to survey 500 people and s- ask them if they've, you know, how many times do they, do they get lost at wow. festivals? Does it happen? Boom. Actual data, getting out there, mm. talking to people, making it happen, not just staying in your room and bouncing ideas off the mirror with yourself and being like, yeah, that makes sense. Because when you build a team, you also need that dynamic of sometimes different views, but also working together mm. because there's a certain energy. Uh, and I still have that. Like, sometimes I'll be... I will try to come up with a decision, uh, make my mind on something, and it's just like, I don't have that clarity at the moment. Mm. But then I'll get with somebody else, a co-founder, that energy starts flowing, and then, boom, we come up with like, oh, like this guy wants to, to charge us X amount of dollars for this feature. But we've gotten free features. What do we do? Because But his is in a magazine. Um, How about we just print out all the – the price that we'll pay to print out all the – Free articles that we've been featured in, Mm. laminate it, is going to be a tenth of the cost that it's going to cost us to uh, post this in a magazine. So let's just do it that way, like finding ways around, being ready to put your ego to the side Mm. and ultimately do what's best for the long run, uh, establish that culture, Mm. all that. So we set milestones, we were establishing this culture, then it was like, All right, we need a prototype, great. Like, let's make that happen. Boom. We need to test it at this festival. We need to test it here. We need to test it internationally. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Can we file a patent if all this, if all this works? Can we recruit uh, people to, you know, certain industrial designers? So mm-hmm. it's just milestone after milestone. And then gradually, eventually, all right, we need to recruit. We need to raise money, this and that. We need to add experience. So collective things um, where we were able to keep doing that, push through, raise some money. Uh, and to be honest, we haven't even launched yet. That's how we're looking at this thing because it's not just about who's the first to launch. It's would you rather be a rocket or would you rather be a satellite? Now, would you rather be the first rocket? We're up and we're down. Or would you rather be a satellite? Boom, we're up, we're staying up there. It took us a little longer, but we built something that's sustainable and quality is where we want it to be and we're happy with that. I mean, to be honest, I know I've heard the quote: um, "If you're not completely embarrassed of what you put out, then you've waited too long." I think that that is actually a great quote. Um, but I also think there is something to be said about putting something out that you feel really good about too.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, an important thing um, for people to ha- distinguish. It's like I have conversations with clients about trying to put. Quickly put stuff up on social media, and their their concern is always like, "Oh, I don't want to put up shit content." Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, we're never talking about like shit content. We're talking about good eighty to ninety percent quality content, mm-hmm. and letting us produce it fast. So I think that's the thing that people think that people are overthinking about, overthinking about the shot they're taking instead of actually taking the shot itself. Mm-hmm. But um, you can be strategic about it, right? So
1: everything's valid in terms of, hey, we all know those people that. Or that person that's constantly, boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah. throwing stuff out there, right? Whether it's the top-notch qu- uh content, that's for you to decide, but you'll remember that person that's boom, 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 right? Doing yeah. that, knocking on the door all the time. Yeah. You you turn on your social media, boom, that person there again. Okay, then there's something to be said about someone who says, I want that quality, um, those quality posts, this and that and the third, but that person is going to then have to allocate the time to properly get that situated, right? Schedule. It might be one day where they say, I'm gonna come up with these posts or these are my themes and I'm gonna make sure that it has to pass through, you know, um this these filters, and then boom, content. So like find what works for you mm. and at the same time put stuff out there, get feedback. feedback. Feedback is great.
0: Yeah, feedback, um, I think that's the important thing, is like whether you're someone who like takes your time to put th- something out there uh or someone who's You know, just machine gunning it. I think the important thing is you pay attention to the feedback you get uh, because um, it's what gives direction to the next move. In regards to social media, we always review the data in regards to like what's working, what isn't working, and we combine that with experimental stuff. So that way we're trying something new and at the same time we're trying and we're sticking to what works. Mm -hmm. So, to be honest, like
1: when you switch fields, Of course, in the back of my mind, like, literally, I can go on YouTube and look up some of my friends, Mm -hmm. and their stars, like, they're killing it. They're doing great in Mexico, in the Philippines, in Asia, like, and you're a competitor. By nature, I'm competitive. So, I'm like, dude, I could be doing that right now, too, right? Yeah. And and when you're dealing with, like, hardships or certain challenges with your company, you're like, man, I could be just playing ball right now, not worrying about anything. But Mm -hmm. then you really, I knew that when you make a decision, like I said, you have to really look like what's gonna happen is 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 far beyond what you're what you're thinking today, literally, so I knew that yeah, it'd be great to be balling and doing my thing, but I do know that, like in the long run, there's a huge greater purpose for what I'm doing, mm. and i I'm gonna be take responsibility and make that happen so um yeah, I would just say starting a business is. A challenge but if you're up for the challenge <laughs> then uh you know get started
0: for because it's been like you said three years since you like yeah. how how do you deal with the pressure because i've seen i've read some comments that people want it already and then how do you deal with mm-hmm. that kind of like pressure from people i don't know if do you know, know if you consider a pressure because it's really just comments but yeah how do you deal with people wanting it already and i know you have the urge to want to release it already like
1: yeah for sure for sure i mean like i said to be like <coughs> when we first remember that we first put out uh the first facebook ad ever uh-huh. for festi for our product and it was just testing it out we were just we literally were like maybe i'll do you know a couple hundred views
0: yeah, well, yeah.
1: i call emory i'm like dude uh do we get like a virus or something because facebook's saying that there's like over a million views, and every minute, like every five seconds, someone's signing up from our, our email list. And I just think it's, it's a virus. Can you do something about this? Now, did I call him like that calm? I'm not, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> it was but, a different call. <laughs> but, he, he,
0: he called me literally right when I was about to go on stage. I'm like, I'll do it after for perform.
1: <laughs> there you go. He was in the zone. He's like, man. But um, So we were propelled into the public eye we were propelled into the public eye literally like i said 1.2 million views in 3 days Shit. so the next question was everyone's every comments i want this i want this tagging person when is it coming out when is it before this festival and ever since that moment it was just like okay what just happened it's great because now we're like dude they want it like everyone wants it but then now you're kind of on the clock and everyone's like, well, is it coming out this year? When is it coming out? Oh, so gosh. you have to deal with that. And uh, like I said, we want to make sure that we put something out that we're really happy with. And what we're doing, like, it's a form of technology. When you're creating something new, <laughs> you need to do your due diligence. Um, in the manufacturing process, product development process, it takes time. Technology, remember, it's, uh, what we are is a full stack. Mm-hmm. So that's hardware. Software and data, Shit. right? So, and keep in mind, we started this thing just like, hey, want to start a company? All right, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. It wasn't like, hey, we have a million dollars. Let's go out there and do exactly what we need to do. That also is what I I believe appealed to a lot of our supporters. They're like, we love you guys because it's so raw and authentic. And so, like, that's something that... You really appreciate and you use to fuel you and keep going so yeah it takes time but you do cross that you do cross that threshold when you're like it might take another x amount of months yeah but once it happens it's happening and and it's going to be big
0: so what are you doing aside from like festi what are you doing outside of it
1: great great question so Right, You have this company, and you're moving forward, and you're trying to raise money, and you're trying to hit every milestone, this, that, and third, and that requires a lot of your time. But how do you still keep the lights on? How do you still provide uh, insight into the world and, and positivity into the world? And the mindset as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is you want to keep making. You want to keep creating. You yeah. just feel that you have to do this, and you want to do this. So aside from Festy, uh, I started – personal training. Mm. So I started personal training um, organically, literally putting up signs, hey, train with the pro athlete. Hey, this started getting a a response, training Mm. people. That was great. It started to evolve just Mm. like everything. People started to say, hey, um, I want to focus just on meditation. Some of my clients, hey, can we walk and just talk about life? Can we Mm. share ideas? Other clients, hey, I want to be a basketball player and and I want to learn and other client, you know, yeah. catering. So I'm like, dude, like this is this is great. It's extremely gratifying. Um, doing what you love. I mean, and when people call me, they're like, hey, I want to work out. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Hey, I want to. I'm always up. I'm always willing to do so. Mm-hmm. So that's great to find something that you're passionate about and then be able to m- make money off it as well. It's it's a, it's a plus. Yeah. Uh, so kicked off. Train with Des. Train with Check it out. <laughs> and uh, that started to transform to this larger platform. I'm really big on self-development and I listen to, you know, Addicted to Success and other podcasts that are about self-development and, and becoming your ideal self, working towards that. I wanted to incorporate that in my teachings. So I'm like, you know what, train with Des is, is one facet, but what about, what else are we doing? You have management with companies, you have uh, innovation, you have the potential to I want to speak in front of the public, mm-hmm. so I was like, what if we could start another company that encompasses bits of all that? So that's when we we came up with Des Three Hundred and Sixty, Des Three Hundred and Sixty, because in life it's not just about oh I'm killing it in one angle specifically. Now there are specialists and that is great, but even a specialist has to balance out their life, mm-hmm. find a way to how to do it sometime, even yeah. if it's you know I'm I'm. I'm I specialize in this, but then I go and play an instrument, or I go and spend time with my family, or I go and meditate, this, that, and the third. There's so many angles to success. And so, DES360 is trying to get you to tackle life from these various angles, mm-hmm. ultimately for a enlightened self, a better overall mentality, mindset, and overall well-being. So that Des360 is our inspirational brand, motivational brand, working with my man here at Emroy to get this thing happening. And I believe that there's enough negativity in the world and it's time for us to just give out positivity. It's there. Everyone has a gift. Everyone, there's no difference between one person and the next in terms of we can all contribute, right? So Des360 is like that wave where we're mm-hmm. gathering people, the positive forces, and we're going out there and we're going to you know, we're
0: going to make things happen. Yeah, I think that's one of the things uh, that I love that you brought up is because people are so focused on creating success that they forget what makes them happy is or fulfills them. You know, like creating success makes you happy. If But uh, when it comes to creating success, you have to give so much. You make sacrifices. You um sacrifice time with family you sometimes sacrifice your own health but people forget the thing that fulfills them when when, when you do things that fulfill you it's um it's what like, like the word fulfill it fills your cup it, fulf- it nourishes the soul um it and i think having that balance because some people are so caught up with creating success and another success that you know some people get burnt out mm-hmm. and i think um defining what what success is to you, and then defining what fulfills you is a good way to balance things. Because for me, I, I work a lot, and I dance. I, mean, I, was, I had an intense rehearsal yesterday, and what do you call it? I balance that out by doing something that I, what, what makes me happy, which is hanging out with my son, uh, occasionally playing basketball. It's not like my sport, but it's different because um, it's an opportunity for me, for me to feel like a student. And I'm trying to figure things out. And I feel like I, because uh, when you're doing something like in your career, you're following your passion, you're always, you're thinking at a high level all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to not have to think like a pro or uh, like an expert. It's just nice to feel like something's new to you and you're experiencing it. And I think that's why it's so great for people to travel because you, you're not yeah. familiar with the place. You're trying to figure everything out. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I saw you've been traveling a, a <laughs> low, I think,
1: this year. If you right? want to grow, travel.
0: Um, I can say my thoughts on travel. I want to hear what your thoughts. Like, how was that? Because obviously, you, you lived so in the Philippines. You check Philippines.
1: this out. Yeah, travel. That's part of my life. Um, and the way, why I say that is, you know, I've moved houses um twenty three times. Jesus Christ. I've moved houses 23 times. So, basically, I had to condition myself to say, you know what? Physically around me might change, but this house right here, as long as this one's good and taken care of and mm-hmm. nourished, this creative sanctuary, everything else is good. doesn't matter where I am. That's the mentality that I had to have when I was in the Philippines. Like, dude, <laughs> literally phone call like you want an opportunity to play basketball? All right, well, Philippines, two weeks. I'm like, what? I got to make that decision. Literally, what if I told you right now, Hemroy, you want to dance? All right, well, um, I got that for you. You got to make the decision right now, and, and <laughs> I'll have you in two weeks in this country, uh, eight, you know, 8,000 miles away. Uh, I don't know. It's a one-way ticket.
0: One-way ticket?
1: That's what happened. Shit. It was a one-way ticket, and literally that's see the universe works in such a mysterious way right because you will ask the universe for something and it will give it to you in return but it won't package it exactly how you you, it'll package it differently Mm -hmm. so i i literally i was like i want to play ball i want to play overseas i want to play pro i want that and then it came to me and it said okay but you're gonna have to go live over here in a third world country do your third thing i mean Total, total culture shock, total change, lifestyle change. It's a one way, so you don't know when you're coming back. You said you want to play ball, right? You didn't say I want to play ball for a little bit and then come back. You, you said you want to play ball. Go play ball, you know. So mm. the one thing for me when I decided to step away is when I had made the firm decision that I had a great time doing this, and now I'm okay with coming back and living here because I maybe I, you know, said I do not want to live there for the rest of my life, yeah. you know. But if I said, you know what? I do then that's what happens but um anyway bringing it back to the focal point here was the uh what were we saying <laughs> got off on the tangent traveling traveling thank you <laughs> so you grow rapidly when you're traveling uh especially on a one way ticket but
0: shit <laughs> I'm <laughs> cool that right now like <clears throat> dude how would i yeah like, i got a kid so i'm like i can't make that decision like you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm a committed dad. So like the idea of one way, take it away from my son is like insanity. Just remember, like, even like Kobe, even these people that we that, look I at I and say they're extremely so successful,
1: that, they had to sacrifice. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I have family too, you know, and I missed out on weddings. I missed out on this. I missed out on things that are important to the family. But the one thing I didn't miss out on was being true to my heart and my yeah. dream and i had to do it i had to and now i could come back and be more just fruitful you can see i'm beaming that energy because i'm, I'm happy because i was able to to go out there and get an opportunity that is seldom uh to, to, yeah. to happen so when you're traveling two versions there's that one where you're doing it for work yeah then there's the leisure travel right but Leisure travel is great as well. It just gives you perspective. No matter what, you're gonna get perspective Mm -hmm. whenever you travel. You're gonna get exposed to new things. You're venturing out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Realistically, what we're saying by traveling really means getting out of your comfort zone. zone. That's how you grow. Physical way. You could do that right here. We're in front of a camera right now, chatting. Even to get to this comfortable, like (laughs) you know, like we had to get out of our comfort zone at one point. You you
0: don't do. I think that that's definitely a great way because there's some people that travel to go find themselves and whatnot. Um, I think that's a great way because sometimes the environment that you're living in is just what's reflecting back or what's happening back. It, what's happening around you is just shit. I'm a believer of the whole, you know, surround yourself, mm-hmm. five people surround yourself with mm-hmm. all that stuff. I think if you just get out of that environment, I think that's just a great place to start. Um, can I, can I
1: touch on that real yeah, quick? Cause that's it. amazing. Now, Emmer was, Emer was saying basically the, the quote, um, you're the average of the five people that you, what is it, hang out around the yeah. most, right? And that is valid. Why is that valid? Because naturally being around someone, certain things are going to rub off on you, yeah. right? So you want to create an environment that allows you to flourish, right? You want to be uh, a billionaire or if you want to be a millionaire, hang out with billionaires, right? So now tran- basically transferring that over it doesn't mean always physically. We're in this age where everything's available online, right? So for me, when, when someone asked me that list, who are the five people you're around? I'm like, three of them live in, like two of them live in different countries. Mm. One of them, I've never even had a conversation to. I just listened to his podcast. Uh, the other one yeah. is, you know, my significant other. And it's like, you add that together and you're like, wow, someone who's just, I listened to their podcast they I've never met the person, but we have that bond. That's a person. Another friend in another country, we, we will send WhatsApp notes to each other. So, like, finding these mentors, finding people to connect to, people that understand, going through similar uh, ambitions or similar experiences, and it doesn't always have to be face-to-face. Yeah.
0: I think um, to also, like, to touch on that, like, the whole, like, finding, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are, that will help you flourish, that doesn't necessarily mean comfortable. Because if you sur- if you're trying to play a big game, this mo- this I was about to cut so statue, <laughs> this <laughs> this because <laughs> I wanted to play basketball. We played a real game. He was yelling at me the whole time at the game, but it's it, it, it was that push I needed to be aware of what was happening in the game. Um, the same thing if you're trying to play a big game, you want to be a millionaire, hanging out with mil- mil- millionaires, well they'll call you out on your shit. Like you're spending money on dumb shit, you're, or you're wasting time watching too much Netflix or whatever. You'll surround yourself with people who who'll help you flourish, but they're not always gonna make you feel comfortable because they'll make you think about, they'll make you stare real hard at yourself about the things you do every single day. And um, I think let's do this. Let's see how there's uh this is a water bottle, folks. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, it's vodka. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So why, why am I saying this? This is a water bottle, right? I'm ha- I'm hanging out with Emory. I want to fill up my water bottle, right? If my water bottle is already filled mm-hmm. and I'm trying to put more water into it, it's not going to work out. So what he's basically saying is if you want to grow, empty your water bottle. Go find people with that same type of water. Or the water to which you... Water quality. The waterfalls. Know, yeah, yeah. Go find the waterfalls. Go, you know, Colorado And fill ones. up your, your bottle. Yeah. Like, that's what you have to do. If you go into a situation thinking you already know it all... Oh, no. You're not really going to get much out of it. Or you'll get humbled real quick. Exactly. Or, you know, <laughs> empty your palate, Take it in. Look for your tools, tips, tricks that can help you evolve and move forward. And be thankful for the opportunity and keep going. Because one thing, successful people... Regardless, if you're starting a business, whatever it is, if you're just being, like, I, I think, you know, you're a parent, dude. Like, I have the utmost respect for that. And that's something in my eyes that's not, like, glorified, right? Like, dude, you sacrifice day in. Day, the first thing, before he even thinks about what, what uh, before he even thinks about sacrifice, he's already sacrificing. Like, that's <laughs> literally, like, the grind you're on, right? And I think that's amazing. It's the whole mindset. Just have that mindset, go into things, and... And want to learn better. Because successful people, they don't make excuses. Because the time it's going to take... And you you can always find an excuse. The time that you're allocating... The energy you're allocating towards that excuse... Mm-hmm. Is energy that maybe somebody else... Is allocating allocating towards moving forward. Yeah. So I know Kobe always talked about it. If we had six athletes... They're all the same uh, athletic ability. How do we d- differentiate who moves forward? They all... Little, very little things, very little things. That's the difference between great, good, ninety-nine percent and a hundred percent. Right? How do you want to live your life? And it starts with 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 you, the person in the mirror.
0: Mindset, I think, is a is a great thing to talk about because it's one thing for us to like. We can preach mindset all we want, but like, how? I have my answer already. Like, but what would you say to someone like who? who's trying to develop that mindset because it's one thing like say, get get that mindset, but it's another thing to actually start developing it, especially if they have 20 years of habit, Mm -hmm. 30 years of habit of thinking of, you know, having a kind of a victim mindset. Honestly, get yourself another
1: accountability partner, Mm. somebody that you can maybe touch base with. It could even be once a month. You, you, you tell them, hey, I set these goals and I'm going to reach them. And then you meet up at the end of the month, talk, see if you reach those goals. That person could just keep you accountable for doing so. If you do, great. What's next? If you didn't, what held you back from doing so and how can we propel you forward or make the adjustments for the future? So, yeah, man, I mean, we could talk about this stuff. It's it's great. Um, And that's why, once again, circling back to Des360, we really want to emphasize that. And I really think that it doesn't matter where you're from, what kind of background, money, not, where you're living. Like, there's always room for growth and there's always uh, an impact that can be made. We just got to really, like, focus in (laughs) on that and be like, wow, like, that's just going to make your story that, you know, that much greater. I always think about people I haven't met yet and certain things that I do whenever you're grinding – it's for them. I haven't even met you, and like, I feel like if I can inspire you, you know, we all grow up and we always think like, if I had this, if I had this. Well, guess what? Someone's out there who is think who want is gonna think that, but then they're gonna be like, oh wait, no, I have Emroy, I have Des, and they're gonna boom help me out just to get me up, and then it's onwards from there, or they can refer to that. So, uh, mentorship is huge, accountability partners, and yeah, man.
0: I think really, I think my favorite thing when it comes to creating mindset i think is getting perspective i uh one of the things that help that helps me out um especially when i'm like those down days it's mm-hmm. like man like mm-hmm. shit's not going my way today that,
1: those are the <laughs> days that define you by the way no, so, uh, the, you're, you're defined by those days like when you're having a down days that's when the truth it's always easy to like when everything's going well be like hey get up man and this and that it's the days when you have a bad cough and you still show up to the interview, you know what I mean? With a smile on your face, ready to work. It's those days that truly define who you are, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. because once you elevate and get to that level and the financially, you're feeling good and all of that, it's just going to be a byproduct. Yeah. You will learn that it, the there isn't a huge difference because it all started with the, the mindset, the approach.
0: Yeah, you know I mean? like, definitely. For me, it's like an obsession to create content or to just do this <laughs> stuff. It's like... Na- um that's that's why I say balance your shit. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> know your values. Like, like Amro creating it, content during this interview, like side content.
1: Like yeah. I blinked my eye, he already contented. <laughs> he contented. I contented
0: all he contented. Amor just contented everywhere. Um but <laughs> that's a great that's gotta be a that's gotta be a shirt I contented. Um <laughs> Going back into the mindset, um, what I do a lot, especially when I'm driving, I don't know if it's weird, but I always think about the death of family, like particularly my son, like especially when when uh, this is a touchy topic for a lot of people in regards to the whole immigration thing. I'm not going to po- push my political views on that, but it's like, but I have a soft spot for like for kids now that I'm a dad because I, I, I see the things that happens. And then when I heard that story, I imagined my son going through that or even... You know, I I imagine worst-case scenarios happening to the people I love. Like, getting them getting cancer. What will life happen? And that shit, like, brings so much perspective of, like... Or even... Mm, no, not even... Like, not my own. It's, like, mainly, like, the people I love because then I realize, like, fuck, the shit I'm worrying about right now is, like, it dwarfs compared to that. Cause mm-hmm. the, because then, you know, at least... Now I bring myself to the reality of how things are. They, they're most like, their, their health is good. Like, yeah. Like for, like, and um, that gives me the perspective. Like, okay, they're, everything's good. Life is good. I, I, I'm alive right now. I, I have my, both my hands. Like, and I woke up today. There's a lot. There, pe- this morning, you know, today, people died in their sleep. That's some real, real shit. And then at the same time, ki- and, uh, kids are born. So it's like it's the both it, it both both the fact that uh, there's life and death happening at the same time the fact that I'm existing able to talk uh, here in, in this building you know in in this gym to do this is you know a blessing it's counting uh, the perspective that things could be worse and then even though things aren't the, at the ideal situation that you want and then counting your blessings. Even though you feel like you don't have any, like it starts just by your breath. You're the fact that you can breathe, the fact that you can see, the fact that you can touch things. Because um, the minute I think you start, you get that perspective, then you start getting some gratitude grounded in gratitude for what you have, and uh, then you'll start appreciating the journey a lot more. Because when in this journey and creating, making shit happen, it's easy to get into the things like I don't, I don't have this result yet. I don't have this yet. And we're looking externally instead of looking within. And um, I think that's, you know, when we put our happiness or we put our, I guess, our happiness in a sense in things external, things come and go just as much as the breath. So, like, um, in meditation, like, that's one of the things I teach a lot, like, things come and go as much as the breath. Mm -hmm. Like, um, my camera, as much as I love it, it might break one day. Or your job, you might love it. You might get fired, or I don't know. Like my vision, as much as I love it, love it, I might be blind when I'm, I don't know, eighty. It's, um, that that's a terrible thought to think about it. But it, if it does happen, you know, um, I'm grateful for what I have right now. Um, at least I got to see the people who I, who I got to love, and then it's getting really dark <laughs> in terms of this topic. But, um, no, but what so what you're what you're saying is. <clears throat> you're being mindful there's a
1: level of mindfulness and practicing that on a daily like you got really deep with it and just being able to practice mindfulness every day gratitude gratitude those things and and I mean that you're right that yeah. is really a huge part of of living in the essence of this
0: because like even though you're everyone's got their own journey i don't know not everyone's trying to be an entrepreneur right? some people are just trying. some people are there's a stoic saying I think it was from Seneca. It's like just the act of living takes courage sometimes. So it's like for some of you guys, like getting out of bed is the tough part. Like, so I think, um, I'm not saying like, um, this is a prescribed medicine to, you know, to fix yourself. But I think everyone, everyone is fully capable of starting with gratitude because it's very easy. It's, it's in our human nature to think negatively because it's how we survived. We look for things that are going to hurt us. Sabretooth tiger. And, uh, um, or whatever, uh, another tribe trying to kill us. It, it's it, it's it, it's within our, our you know our makeup right now. We look for things that are potential threats to what's going to hurt us. So that's why, in in essence of humanity, that's why we always are attracted to negative news. We're always we, that's the th- the thing that pops up. So, and then going back to the self, like it's we were a lot of us weren't exactly brought up with a proper mindset of self care of how like how to think positively most parents or and teachers were always critical of us of like we need to do this better, do this better, do this better some of us who were had who have Asian parents say <laughs> you know have uh very high standards of uh, and you we grow up with this with this mindset of never being enough and then then that becomes the running script in, the lo- in a lot of our lives, which is which is why a lot of people feel unhappy because they have this conversation within themselves where they're un- where they never feel enough. So that's why again going back to gratitude, being thankful that you're here, thankful for yourself, you know, f- being the one to take care of yourself, to fill your own cup first, um, I think can start shifting that mindset because then you start learning to the minute you can start appreciating yourself know you can start appreciate you start truly appreciating other things because you can't give what you don't have if my cup is empty i can't give des anything else mm-hmm. so thanks man thanks for sharing that, <laughs> that,
1: that that's it right there love yourself find a way love yourself and um appreciate
0: all these little moments every moment matters the tough times in uh whether, you know, with Festy or even in basketball, like what were some of the things you had, you self-talk that you had? So, knowing
1: that, remember that the pain is temporary and what you want or what what you're striving for is is beyond what's happening now. I kind of mentioned that how, you know, in college, my best friend was a star player. My girlfriend at the time was a star player. Yeah. And <laughs> I was on the bench. So it's like it's uh, countless nights when I was just telling my trainer, like, dude, like, I'm doing everything I can. I don't even play a couple of minutes after the game. No one says anything to me. And then I'm, I, and I just knew, like, but he just kept saying, what you want is beyond this. What you want is beyond this. Wow. Understand that what you want is beyond this. And then looking forward, I was able to play professionally. Yeah. Then the same people who I, who were playing you know, in front of me and this and that, they're the ones hitting me up now. Like, hey, can you get me to play here? Can you get me to wow. play here? And it's like, as opposed to, instead of being like, well, you should have done this and you should have done this and scorn and being like, you know, scornful and in that regard, no, you show love. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, let me see what I can do. Because it's it's a, there's a responsibility that once you get through that fire, that you do have to give back mm-hmm. and hold yourself to another level. Hold yourself with dignity at that level. But mm. self-doubt, it's going to happen. I mean, shoot. <laughs> you got to find a way through it though. Like I said, it's the wave. understanding the, the way that the universe works. Yeah. You got get through it. And then the moments that are great, because remember without like these negative moments th- we would not be able to distinguish like yeah. the positives. So <laughs> yeah. appreciate all the positives, get through the negative and uh, that's it. I mean, resilience. Even. So put it this way. If, you don't go after or chase your dream, right? You might be upset at yourself and look yourself in the mirror and be like, or not be able to look yourself in the mirror, right? If you go after your dream, you will get criticized. That's part of it, right? Because it takes, it already. you've already taken such a huge step just by having the initiative that some people are fearful of doing. So you will get some backlash. But remember, that's good because then you're going to start realizing who, Really cares about you. Yeah. Who really supports what you're doing? Yeah. Who's willing to go through the fire with you? <laughs> be there. Be there for you. Yeah, ruins Right. Yeah. And ultimately, remember, it's not just about the extreme uh, external rewards. You know, there's intrinsic worth and intrinsic rewards mm. here, right? So if even with Festy, with these, com- with all the companies we're starting, the ventures, this and that. Of course, we're gonna do everything in our power to get them to the next level. And, and succeed, yeah. but regardless, we will learn at such a rapid rate for the next venture after that, mm-hmm. for the next uh, lesson after that, and have that mindset. Find peace in that regard, but still bust your ass <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah,
0: I, I think that that's such a a powerful thing cause for to go for it. Because a lot of people, like I said, we're afraid are afraid. Um, most people would live in, you know, much, much rather live in the comfort of mediocrity, so to speak, um, where they know, you know, where they know they can do better, but they don't. Where, whereas, a lot of people would much rather like, avoid the pain of having to put in that work to potentially look like a fool, because. You know that uh, that's almost the same thing as standing up and doing a public speech. That's actually one of the most feared statistically. I don't know the numbers. Numbers I'll probably put it on the screen. But public speaking is one of the most feared things Americans are afraid to do, worse than death. So, and that's you know public humiliation is a huge thing. And then who, and even worse if you try to. Some people are hesitant because of that humiliation or that judgment from. Uh, from the people you know. I don't know what success is defined for you, but thing is, most people, it's already crowded down here. You can always go back to it. It's, you, if, what's the, wor- the worst that can happen is it, you know, you get some failures, you get, but you also get some lessons. Whether it's two, three, four steps, or even one step, you're one step closer to achieving that dream than, you know, sitting on your couch and not doing it. One, one out of 1,000 makes is .1% more than zero out of zero so it's statistically it's it's not sexy but you know net net it's much more progress than doing nothing it, you just got to give yourself a shot
1: there it is i got one last thing to say yeah. before we move on to the next project cuz we're always working and and you know it's it's a blessing and that's why we're always working cuz we know that the op- the opportunity in front of us is here so we're going to take uh, and make the most out of it but yeah. what i just want to say is be brave Be bold. When I was 14, I decided I wanted to play basketball. You know, I decided at 14, I got cut as a freshman. Yeah. Right? I did cry at first. And then within the same day, I also made the decision that that's not going to happen ever again. I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to make the team and I'm going to do more. And I'm going to go further with this than a lot of people that they said would go further than me, right? Shit. I'm gonna take this thing all the way. By age 21, I was playing overseas professionally, right? By age 24, I was starting my new venture with Festi, moving forward. he said, what are you doing? Putting money into this. You don't have any experience in this. Mm. So many humbling stories along the way. Still able to raise money, hit milestones. Now everyone's asking, when is it coming? They're excited about it. And you keep evolving. So, keep evolving, be bold, be brave, roll with the punches. You'll be better off for it, ultimately. Because if everything else, all that goes away, meaning everything, let's say tomorrow I just have to start all over. Oh, man. If tomorrow I have to start all over, I'm good. Because I know that the experiences in life, I've appreciated knowing what's at hand. You can create that, you can manifest that. Mm. The lessons learned along the way, they don't leave. And, um, it's not just about yourself. It's about everyone. So let's all play our part. Let's do what we can. Look within, you know, look uh, around and ultimately follow all that right there. There's no difference between you and the, the celeb who you look at. And I know comparison is a thief of joy, but Ugh. you know what? Mm. No one compares to you.
0: Yeah. Mm. Amen to that. So where can people stock you online.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Quite a few ways so, um, <laughs> so we got we got at Dez360 coming out. Mm-hmm. Des underscore three sixty on the Instagram. Uh, we also have train with des at train with des on Instagram, um train with we got a lot of things coming. So, click the link below or we'll have it all in the description. Oh, you already Here. said it before there me. It yes. Is. Boom. Someone I see it. Beat him to the chase.
0: Someone who knows the YouTube. The whole
1: list. Click <laughs> <Keep laughs> the
0: link below.
1: I watch enough. I study the videos. So, man, thank you, man. Appreciate it, all dude. Right. I mean, always love, always positivity.
0: So, we're about to go actually film some stuff. We're not going to leave going anywhere. We're going to be start, actually start filming some stuff. So... Keep an eye on that, or you might—you know—it might be some micro content you guys enjoy on the IG. So, uh, catch you guys later. Peace.